Welcome everyone to Empower Your Oils podcast, episode 60. And today we're talking about the oil of sacred devotion. Empower Your Oils. It's essentially magic. A podcast bringing play and magic together with a saucy twist. Hosted by Gina Garris and Janet Bergen. This podcast will empower you to bring more play into your life, encourage you to experiment, and think outside the box to awaken the magic and bring your essential oil use to a whole new level. Oh, and we'll also be serving up some seriously delicious libations each episode. This podcast is powered by the use of doTERRA essential oils. Please empower yourself with your own research and knowledge. For more detailed information on how to properly use Jutera essential oils, visit EmpowerYourOils.com. Hi everyone, this is Janet, and today we're talking about the empowerment of doTERRA's sandalwood oil. And today I'm having a, my drink is the Janet Sacred Sour. And I used um, Hawaiian sandalwood because I really dislike the Indian sandalwood. It really, really is not my thing. <laughs> and it tastes like you're drinking incense, which is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> and so, so my drink is gin and lemon juice and lime juice and like a toothpick drop of sandalwood. And it's actually kind of interesting. Wouldn't probably be my favorite drink on the world, but it was kind of interesting. I still drank it all. <laughs> you, you had your no thank you drink? Yeah, it was the whole glass. <laughs> nice. You know, my rule is you better try it three, so you better do two more just to make sure you <clears throat> do or do not like ingesting Hawaiian sandalwood. Possibly. So what are you drinking today, Gina? Oh. How funny. So I'm calling mine the Gigi's Dirty Hippie, <laughs> which I have always called um, when it's half and half chai with coffee. I've always called that a, a dirty hippie. I don't know where I got that from, but um, yeah. So with that, I'm, I'm drinking a bhakti chai with espresso vodka. So that's the, the chocolate or the coffee part. And then I used a toothpick drop of the Indian sandalwood and then I put whipped cream on top so it's um it was interesting I was gonna make sandalwood whipped cream and then I thought that that might be too much of a direct hit to the mouth before you got the chai and the coffee taste and so anyway I used a little paintbrush to uh, spread the the toothpick drop around you know, oil goes around. Then I put the vodka in. Then I put the hot bhakti chai in. And then it was too hot, so I added just a little bit of water. <laughs> and then I put the um, the whipped cream on top. So that was... It. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, I don't know, people always talk about patchouli smelling like a dirty hippie. But the Indian sandalwood, like that incense smell is what reminds me of a dirty, dirty damn hippie. <laughs> dirty, dirty damn hippie, which is like really funny. In the 70s, a child of the 70s, 60s and 70s, that's what 
it reminds me of. It's so funny. So and one I thing may or may not have been quoting my mother. <laughs> you probably are quoting your mother because I'm a dirty damn hippie and I don't think I ever smell like sandalwood or patchouli. Well, actually, I'm a pretty much of a hippie too, which just makes it even funnier. <laughs> yeah. So, and I love doTERRA's patchouli. It doesn't smell anything at all like what I consider a patchouli smelling individual to smell like. It's kind of a weird thing. I really um, think I like how it smells. So, yeah. 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 So funny. And then the sandal, I think it's so funny that it feels like you're tasting incense. Cause one thing about Jana is that she is sensitive to incense and I'm an in total incense freak. And so when she comes to stay with me, I'm always like, Oh my God, Janet's coming. I can't burn my incense for like two days. And I go through this withdrawal. <laughs> so now I'll just have to have my dirty hippie drink to get my incense fix in my mouth. I suppose when Janet's staying. <laughs> It's better now that I, she's like a, a, an oil addict. And so I can just put a bunch of stuff in the diffuser. And um, I don't know. So you don't diffuse then your sandalwood, do you? I do not. Yeah. So it's interesting. And I know one of our, our diamond, uh, Davola, she loves, loves, loves sandalwood so much. And she, I think she uses it every day on her third eye. She just loves it so much. So it always That's- makes me giggle when I, when I know how much you kind of, you're with sandalwood, kind of like how I am with cilantro. It's just like a no-go. It is a no-go. Yeah. Deal but better. I have to say the Hawaiian sandalwood is completely different to me. So, Yeah. You want to talk about that? Because I think it's so interesting about um, the different species. Oh, yeah. So our oil of the day fact. Dun, 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 it was right. There's several different species of sandalwood, and most of them have a really high vibration. And both Hawaiian and Indian sandalwood expand the sixth chakra or brow chakra. But Hawaiian is slightly more supportive to the additional upper upper chakra centers. And while Indian sandalwood promotes slightly deeper and more ancient grounding in the lower chakras. But they're both excellent oils for meditation and spiritual practice. Which I think is interesting because oftentimes when people go into, not all yoga studios burn incense, but a lot. I think some of the, the, the number one smells I smell are Nag Champa and then sandalwood or sometimes frankincense and myrrh. But um, What's, what it, was that first one you said? Nag Champa, N-A-G-C-H-A-M-P-A. It's the one that you don't like at my house. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely the one. It's not. It's not your favorite. After every time I burn it, you're like, "Are you burning incense?" That's not true. I make anyway. It's it's one of my faves. Yeah, and it's cool. I mean, it makes sense to me. Kind of maybe even why I like Hawaiian better because I'm really more in tune with all my upper chakras than I am my lower ones. <laughs> and isn't that interesting? I'm, yeah. You know, who even knows what chakras we're all in tune with? But I do think that's so cool. And um. It makes me giggle because we're having our first retreat and I, of course, would be like clearing the house with sage and having incense burning and all this fun stuff. And as we come up and get prepared for the sacred rebel retreat, this is the first time Janet and I get to play together in the in that kind of a realm. And um, I guess I'm going to have to be burning incense on the outside of the doorway. 
Well, you know, maybe I'll just go on an errand or something while you do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you always still smell it when I come in. So I'm so excited for our retreat. We've been doing lots of planning and prepping and um, and we have how many enrollments? Four or five already? Four at least, for sure. Four, yeah. And they all happen almost within like 24 hours of us posting. So we're so excited about that. And we've got lots of people calling and asking questions and so if you don't know, and you're just listening to us for the first time, we're doing our first Empower Your Oils Sacred Rebel Retreat, and we're holding it at the Sister in Canyon City at the Holy Cross Abbey in January, January 19th, 20th, and 21st. And it's, um, it's so exciting. You can go to empoweryouroils.com and get some more information on it, or um, follow us on our Facebook or Instagram accounts. And We'll be talking more and giving you a little previews of some of the cool things that we're going to be that we're going to be doing. And just to really clarify, this is everyone is this is a women's retreat, but everyone is allowed to come. You don't have to be on our DoTerra team. This is not a DoTerra leadership retreat. This is um, this is just a Gina Janet amazing amazingness women's retreat. And so we can't wait to have you. There's going to be lots of magic and ritual and play and and some sacred wine tasting and dancing and uh, and this whole learning about what the hell is your inner sacred rebel totally i think i'm it's going to be so much fun plus we're going to yeah. have some really sweet swag sweet swag right you can't do a retreat with gene and janet without swag that's for sure <laughs> what is the one thing you're like most excited about janet i'm excited for the community of it and meeting some of these some of our listeners like in real life and getting to know them and hanging out. I just, I don't know. I love the hanging out with women who are awesome and empowered and it's just going to be fun. I love the yeah. connection. To me, I love that too. It's the, it's the magic of the circle that creates the retreat. It's not really what we do or what we have planned, although that's cool too, but it's really the magic of the people that are there. So I'm excited about that too. Awesome. Okay, so moving forward on our sacred of, uh, season of sacredness, the oil of sacred devotion. I think it's great to bring up the word devotion because to me, the sacred rebel retreat is really at the core of it. It is all about this devotion, putting you on your altar. And um, sandal was a good oil to contemplate that. In addition to, what are some of the other things that sandalwood does? Well, it's great for your skin. It reduces your, the appearance of scars and skin imperfections, and it enhances your mood. It's frequently used for meditation and for grounding, and it grounds and uplifts you, which is interesting. Yeah, so it grounds you up and grounds you down. That's very cool. That's very cool. Well, I do know sandalwood is used a lot in like a, a lot of hair products and um, that makes sense because it's so healthy for your hair and your skin. So that's kind of cool. It is. I think it's really a great oil. I wish I liked the smell of it better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not and maybe I'll just have to get over that. <laughs> I know. I, we, were, we were talking about it. I was like, I wonder what would happen if you just like diffused sandalwood for seven days in a row just to see what would happen, which she may or may not do. I, yeah, I'm not going to commit to that. 
<laughs> That's devotion, right? We should talk about that. I have this this huge problem with the word commitment, and every t- we we took this this course from um, one of our coaches, and there was a whole chapter on in this book that she wrote on commitment, and I literally had to reframe it for myself because I was like, I can't, I can't even read it. I had to reframe it, and I literally crossed out in the book commitment and put devotion to it. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah, so I this thought is that so was a great way to get around it because I have a little bit of a commitment phobia myself. So I think it's hilarious that you were just like, I'm not committing, and then we're in the oil of sacred devotion. So maybe you'll <laughs> devote, you'll be devoted to yourself enough to use sandalwood every day to see because you don't True. use it, right? Like when we were talking about our favorite uses, you're like, I, I don't, I don't really use it. I don't. I think I might have put it in one of my face scrubs, but just a tiny bit just because I know it's good for your skin. Yeah. Interesting. I don't use the single oil a lot, but I do use it for different things. And so um, with sandalwood, you get to say goodbye to um, the negative emotions of disconnected from God or spiritual self, say goodbye to emptiness, overthinking, and materialistic, and say hello to being humble and spiritual devotion and spiritual clarity and connected to higher consciousness so those would be the reasons that I would use it in my blends because I go from a more generally I'm going for a more spiritual emotional yeah totally and I still use it use most things that way too but but I know if there's some really reason I want to use it physically that I'll I'll do it and maybe emotionally I'll need a little bump so we'll see (laughs) yeah which is kind of fun it like it um it it kind of well it actually directly relates us to our our ritual of the day because I mean I'm curious is it a definite dislike or is it a childhood memory like I think it's such a powerful thing like when we talk about the olfactory system and how the olfactory system how powerful it is I mean you smell sandalwood and you have this dirty damn hippie image or feeling in your body right that's your your experience of sandalwood or the smell that you must smell must evoke this or invoke this feeling of something negative or something Mm -hmm. and I don't even know what it is maybe I should like do a little bit of a deep dive on that myself and figure out why I don't like it so much yeah, maybe this week is when we when we talk about your BS. <laughs> well, I have tons of BS. So <laughs> yes, your belief system—that's the ritual of the week. What is your BS? Your belief system. We were uh, talking about projecting, like in this sacred, this sacred of seasonness, and like welcome to December, and um, it's Christmas time, and you know what's the reason for the season and last year we did quite a bit of work of like why do you celebrate this holiday like what are your what are your beliefs around it why do you do the things that you do and we're kind of coming back full circle to do that again but then talking about too how often do we put our bs on someone else or how often are does someone put their bs on us and that's really just belief system which is this idea of projecting like I'm a devout Christian person and so um you're gonna get all these Christian type things for me in this holiday season 
or yeah. and I kind of feel like it's you know we're doing like my high, my way or the highway if you don't believe what I believe then screw you all or something yeah. and so I want to force you to be know that you're have the same beliefs as I do whether you know and that's not even possible yeah I think it's fascinating I mean when I cashed out at Christmas I I'm really I'm really challenged this year I've been doing some inner work about what is the story that I've told myself and I know I've told myself that I because I'm not a uh what I would call a devout Christian and believe that in that whole lineage and I that I I cashed out so I couldn't and chose not to really quote unquote I suppose celebrate it and it's been so fascinating this year because I realized that it is a story that I've told myself and I still participate like there, there can be like if my family has a dinner then maybe I'll go and maybe I won't and sometimes I decorate and sometimes I don't and but this all started because I was like why am I even doing all this stuff because I don't really believe in all of I don't believe now I'm curious about the story that I've told myself. Like I've told myself, because I don't believe in it, I can't do all of those things. And that's been kind of interesting for me this week. Did you follow that, Janet? I did. I'm still kind of processing, I think. You're processing it. But, and I understand that too, because like, to me, the parts I like about like holidays are hanging out with people and doing fun things around the people and and of course there's always good food and all that kind of stuff too and so when you always say you cashed out because you don't believe in it I I don't know it always makes me question but what my belief is about it too it's like our family doesn't really do presents anymore or any of that kind of stuff because we're now all officially adults and it's like we can buy our own damn presents <laughs> I don't need to go out and stress about picking out some the perfect thing for my brother he can buy his own stupid present you know and all those kind of things so it, it's an interesting way to you know dig down deep on your beliefs of why you do things and do the things you do why you do them yeah and is it people pleasing because your whole family wants you to do that or you know I don't know do you like and are you like saying that by not t saying anything about your beliefs, are you like saying, you know, condoning that their beliefs are right? I don't know. It's kind of a really deep, deep hole you could get into. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, that's what I like. I love to have these conversations with people. And what I did notice when I first cashed out that like my friends that I normally might've done a gift exchange with, they had a really hard time with it. And I don't think it was from the space of like, oh my God, I'm giving you something. So you have to give me something. But they were like, why don't you want to participate? Like, but this is what we always do. And when you were just saying this and talking about this, I was kind of like, but here's the deal. If I choose to, or I want to give a gift to someone, I'll, I'll still do it. I'm if sure. I feel the desire to, but it's not out of a, it's not out of a, it's not out of a, uh, I don't know. It's so weird. It's not out of a people pleasing thing that I used to do, or or uh, I had to one up someone, or I had an to have obligation to someone or something. Yeah. yeah, and like, oh my god, I I I mean, I went into debt every year at Christmas, and then when I stopped doing presents, I was like, wow. First of all, I this is 
so little stress and damn, I'm not like going into debt every year and then paying it off. It was just really, really kind of fascinating. And I don't want to get down on the, um, I don't want to get down on a specific faith because this really isn't about faith. True. It is. I think it's more about tradition because like I wasn't raised in a faith filled family. Like I was raised with Santa and I was raised with decorations and gift giving and community and we never went to church. We didn't do any of the faith-based stuff, but there was still all this like family tradition that we did. And to be truthful, there is a lot of that that I, I do love and I do miss, even though I stepped out because I don't feel like I felt like I was supporting something that, that I didn't believe in. It's kind of a weird thing. It's really kind of, it's, it's tripping me out a little bit this year, which, so part of it is just questioning what is your belief system and then taking it deeper. What is your relationship with the divine? Cause we're in this, we're in the, the season of sacredness and we're in this season and this week specifically is the oil of sacred devotion. So it's like, and then going deeper, why do you believe what you believe? And why do you participate in activities or do you participate in activities that don't necessarily align with your soul? And so that's an interesting one too. I can go to a candlelight service on Christmas Eve if I choose to. And why would I, and why would I not? And that's all personal, right? This is all personal. There's no right for me or you. There's no wrong for me or you. It's just really like, why do we do what we do? Do we feel obligated? Do we f- want to? Um, and then are you attached to it? Are you, are you attached to like the physical of it? Like for me, it was harder to give up decorating than it was to, to buying presents or even going home for Christmas or any of that stuff. It was, it's, I love the decorations and I don't decorate now. And that, that I think is the curious, the curious story for me this year is like, you love holiday decorations, but you choose not to because you quote unquote told yourself not to because you didn't want to participate. And then now I'm questioning all that. I'm just coming full circle to question. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, and totally, I mean, we all make up our own rules in our heads sometimes, and sometimes we evolve past those rules. And so we always have the option to break the rules or change the rules, yeah. or just throw all the rules out the window. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think we all have our own little rules we've set in our heads about th- certain things. And just because you said, I'm not going to do this anymore, doesn't mean that you can't change your mind to do it again. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. W- one thing I love about, this is going to sound really egoic, but I-, I feel like one thing I love about my BS is I feel like I'm always questioning because because of all of my experiences, I believe that my belief system changes. You know, if I'm so just dead set that this is the only way, I feel like I'm so limited in my growth capacity. And if I don't explore other, I'm not saying explore other like ways as in I have to change everything. And though, if I'm not open to even being educated about different ways, I, I, I feel like that's just really stuck and rigid and that I know works for really well for a lot of people. But for me, I, I want to experience all sorts of different things and, and I want to question my beliefs every single day. Yeah. I've always been a questioner since I was a little kid. 
you know, even when I was going to catechism, which is the Catholic version of Sunday school, I was always asking questions about things that I was, and I was getting in trouble for them because they weren't like the appropriate questions to be asking <laughs> as far as that system was. And so I always feel like I continue to search for new ways and ideas and just kind of, I'm just really curious about everything. And I'm willing to try a lot of things. I may not stick with it or, you know, I may try one thing and go, ah, not so much. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this goes way past like religion and spirituality. I mean, this goes into like a belief about it's wrong to have a woman show her bare shoulder. And Janet and I are so about know thyself. So this, this week is just really all about know thyself. Yes. No judgment. It's just awareness of like, oh, I never even thought about why I yeah. celebrate Christmas. We or just, why just you do anything. Yeah. I always think about this one story I heard a long time ago. It was about, you know, this woman, I don't know, whatever it was, a piece of meat. And she would cut off both ends, like three inches off of both ends every time to before she cooked it. And then finally, like, she got married or something. Her husband's like, why are you wasting all that meat? And she goes, well, that's the way my mom always made it. And that's the way my grandma always did it. And so finally, he kept asking her. And so finally, she went to her mom and asked her why she always cut the ends off of that kind of meat. And she says, because it, I didn't have a pan big enough for it. So that's how I made it fit in the pan. <laughs> so she was just kind of blindly following this set rule that somehow was in their household and there with no reason to. Oh my God. That is a great story, Janet. That is a so it can story. be about something silly like that, even like why you're doing something that your mom did every day, you know, whether it makes any sense or not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so great. Okay. Well, the actual ritual with regard to this is does include sandalwood and you can use either variety, whatever you have a preference um, to lean more towards or, if you want to do what I'm suggesting to Janet, which is do something she's leaning against, which is use the one that she dislikes the most every day, <laughs> place a drop on your third eye point. So that's the brow point. So just one little drop, you can rub it in. I think we did this a couple of weeks ago and you put it in the infinity symbol and we don't, you can do that if you enjoyed that ritual, but just a drop on your third eye. And then you're going to activate the oil in your hands and just take a couple of deep breaths. And then we have, uh, this is a beautiful yoga posture that we're going to ask you to get yourself into and then contemplate the questions. And so I'm going to lead you into getting, of course, if you're driving, you're not going to do this. But um, if, if you're listening and, and you're at home, you're going to just, it's like baby pose, but your hands are out in front of you in, in prayer pose. So you just sit on your heels and you bring your torso over your thighs and place your forehead on the ground. Now, not everyone can do this. So some people like to lay on some pillows um, and then you're just going to extend your hands out in front of you on the ground in prayer pose. And then you're just going to like sit, contemplate. So you might be here three minutes, you might be here 11. You might be like, I am not doing this freaking pose, Gina. And so you can sit up and do it in easy pose. You pretty much can do it in any pose, but we love this one because it puts your third eye on the ground. And if you can't get your third eye to the ground, you can definitely put some pillows there 
Um, sometimes people like will put their hands in prayer pose underneath their forehead. So there's that connection. We just want you to be comfortable. So get yourself into a, you know, that as com comfy as you can. And then literally just think, what are your belief systems? Um, what is your relationship to the divine? And maybe you do a question a day. I don't think we have seven questions. One, two, three, four, five, six. Why do you believe what you believe? And think about the, the meat cutting off the end story. Like, I wonder why I do believe, like, I have to put the Christmas tree up the Friday after Thanksgiving or something. Um, and then do you participate in any things that don't align with your soul? And that's kind of a hard one. Like, for me, it was, um, my mom joined this this little church for a while and she really wanted me always to go with her on Christmas and I just dreaded it but I went and I know that every time I went I was so uncomfortable because I did not believe at all anything at all remotely close to what they were because they were super conservative kind of fundamentalist and it just didn't it just didn't resonate with me and, it, and if it resonates with you awesome I want to uh, uh, honor you in that it just wasn't resonating with me and I f would force myself to go to like, please my mom. And that was, that was, it was like anyone who knew me, it was excruciating. And then I complained about it for like weeks and days. It was just a total waste of my energy. And then it was, it was, even though my mom was happy, then she'd have to hear about it for me. So it just was not a good thing. Anyway. Um, and then what are you attached to? So Sandalwood is inviting you to place all your material attachments on the altar of sacrifice to bring in true true spirituality so it's like what what would you be willing to give up is there something physical is there a tradition and that's a deep question just in and of itself there's a lot of um materialism stuff that goes along with i don't know being a spiritual person, me included. I love all my altar items and none of them really make me more spiritual or <laughs> enlightened, but damn, I love to have a pretty altar, right? Just like I love to have a pretty house at Christmas, even though I don't even celebrate that, that, that philosophy. So yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's going to be really interesting to see what comes up. Yeah, and we'd love to hear from you. You know, what is your BS? We, we say it that way as a joke because we often put our BS on other people, you know, uh, and, and think about it, maybe not in this space of feeling guilty or shameful, but like, when do you have other people put their BS on you, their belief systems, and how does it make you feel? And we do it, I think, unconsciously sometimes. I mean, even me with my rituals and, and burning incense, I mean, that in some ways is putting my BS on Janet every time she had to come to my little house. And it just was like, oh my God, I can't stand to be here. Well, so, and sometimes we put our BS on ourselves. Yeah, We sure. have this belief that we feel like we have to follow and we kind of force them on ourselves, even though we're like, wait, what am I doing this for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, even these rituals that we say, like Janet and I have these suggestions and it's, some people do them all the time. And then some people are like, why would I ever do that? Like, I don't even like what you guys are talking about. Okay. That's great. okay. Yeah. It's all awareness. So this is all just bringing more awareness because with innate awareness, then you have, you have so much easier to make choices when you're more aware of 
why you do what you do. So anyway, we want to hear about you. Um, do you have anything else, Janet? Do you want to say anything? Nope. I think it's cool. And yeah, take us all with a grain of salt. And if something really triggers you, you may be asked why. Ask yourself why. For sure. Yeah. I love that so much. Okay, great. So welcome to December. Um, use uh, all your oils of sacredness, this um, the season of sacredness, and um, stay in touch and use your breath practices and be mindful and I'll stop bossing you around. You. <laughs> no, she won't. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We'll see you next week. We can't wait to see how many more people register for the retreat as time goes by. Feel free to ask. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Cheers. Please visit EmpowerYourOils.com for information on purchasing Deutera Essential Oils to receive fun free downloads and even a variety of not-so-free products. If you love this podcast and you look forward to hearing more from us and possibly receiving more free goodies, please, please sign up for our smell mail. Hint, hint. That means... Sign up for our email list. scientists, rocket scientists, or even bartenders. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Please use wisdom and consider all safety information from a competent reference book regarding essential oil use. There are some oils that should never be taken internally, and alcohol doesn't change that. Some oils should not be applied directly to the skin without a carrier oil. Ensure the oils you are using are of the highest standards of quality. Essential oils can be much more potent than herbs, so a little goes a long way. Use caution when using essential oils for babies and children, as they have highly sensitive skin and require less oil. If you are pregnant or nursing, consult a licensed healthcare professional before applying the essential oils. As always, drink responsibly and don't drive. If you happen to drink too much, try the hair of the dog. Or a shot of water with two drops of ginger, one drop each of lavender and lemon. Ciao.